Welcome to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. The number one podcast for learning and talent development professionals. Now here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome back to the Talent Development Think Tank Podcast. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for my bonus Q&A conversation with Scott Bellina, the DEI expert. And if you have not yet listened to our last conversation, where we really dived in to all things diversity, equity, inclusion, and belonging, you need to go back and listen to that. We talked about data. We talked about how you can... We really started with inclusion and belonging and how Scott got into DEI. We really talked about using data to analyze his problems processes, especially around hiring research that suggests just how diverse you want your teams to be. And they really got into how we can make our programs, our learning programs more inclusive. So make sure you go back and check that out. Today is our bonus Q&A round. And Scott, I want to start by asking, you've done quite a few different things from the Navy to working in professional services, to getting into software and tech, to getting into the nonprofit world with the Gates Foundation. Looking back on your career so far, what has been one of your biggest accomplishments or proudest moments to date? You know, I would I would say that like the ability to kind of reinvent, right? That I have I've I've always kind of followed like what am I what I'm passionate about. And I, you know, I made a transition from being a military officer to being a software implementer and moved, you know, moved from there to following sort of DEI as a career for for the last for the last 10 years. And I, I would say I'm, I'm proud of like listening kind of to my gut and being brave enough to like make, make a change. Cause sometimes, you know, we, we know what feels safe and comfortable and we kind of stick with that. And I'm, I'm proud that I was able to, you know, kind of take a couple leaps and make, make some pretty good, a pretty big career, career shifts. So. Yeah. I love that, Scott. People who've been following me for a while know that I call that owning your career, Scott, and you have absolutely owned it. You followed your passion and what you cared about and um, developed a career around that, which I always love to see. On the flip side of that, Scott, thinking about across your career, what has been one of your biggest failures or mistakes and what did you learn from it? Yeah. Hmm. So I... I I would I would say not that it was a, a a failure or mistake, but I think I didn't I wasn't my best, right? So when I took um, when I took the job with the Gates Foundation, that was my first. I'm the sole expert on on DEI, and 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 obviously that was an organization that really kind of cares about equity, you know, equity in yeah. um, in in the world, and I I think you know I, I think that intimidated me a little bit right mm-hmm. and I, I probably wasn't as brave in my in my strategies and in my kind of push within within the organization as i as i could have been so while we made great you know great changes and we started off down a you know down a good path i i don't I don't think that I really kind of brought all my expertise and all my talents to to that role as as, as I could have you know, I'm glad you mentioned that because I think that's something a lot of people will resonate with, whether you call it being intimidated or you call it imposter syndrome. So many people that move up into more senior positions or get a job and think, wow, this is a dream job, but I don't know if I'm really qualified for this and show up every day wondering, <laughs> are they going to find out that I'm not really qualified right. for this? 
And I always have to remind people like you got hired for a reason, like people believe right. in you <laughs> and they want you to show up and share your ideas. And if you yeah. act timid and hold back, which a lot of people do, like you did in that situation, and I've been there as well, right. then they can't benefit from your expertise and the reasons they hired you. So I'm glad you you, you kind of came out of your shell and you had that realization. And I'm glad you shared that because I do think it's something a lot of people resonate with. I certainly have experienced that as well as I've been building this you know, podcast and brand in the last few years, kind of like, oh, it's really about other people. Like, does anybody really want to hear from me? And and they do sometimes. I like having great guests on. <laughs> but, you know, we all have our voices and, and things that we can share. Scott, I know you worked mostly in DEI and we talked a lot about what's working and what's not working in DEI. And I imagine you've worked a lot with people in talent development. If you think about just the concept of, of talent development and developing people, what do you think is one of the biggest challenges in, in talent development these days? Yeah. You know, uh, at least, you know, in, in my last couple of roles, I think one of the challenges we experience is really like reaching sort of the middle of the organization, right? Like mm-hmm. that, that, that at least, at least at the intersection of DEI and, and talent, that I often experience that, that lower, you know, more junior level employees are really, are really engaged and executives are like, we, we care about this. We, you know, we want to give you, we want to give you resources, but so often reaching that middle of the organization is re- is really challenging for, for like, for a number of reasons. One, I think, you know, the, 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 the pools on that group of people to, to do their job, to manage people, to manage up and manage down is, is really challenging. And, and that, Often DEI teams are not huge either, right? So I think that that is a opportunity for us to really partner closely with you know our talent development teams, with HR business partners, and all of those you know all of those groups that kind of reach into that middle of the organization and and help you know help them develop and help improve you know and improve their skills and and sort of showing them the value of what what you know our disciplines can can offer them. Yeah, absolutely. And whether it's talent development or DEI, what's a trend that you're following that you're really excited about right now? I, I think, you know, one of the things that that I've been I've been and maybe maybe I'm trying to set the trend. What <laughs> mm. is more, you know, and we talked a lot about this in the in the previous section, is that I think in some of our diversity inclusion work, we can we sometimes want to take on sort of the flashy program or the the fancy thing that we can put in, you know, can put on our website or put out into a report and, and how we talked about like being really critically examining our people processes and are we designing those so that people can make more objective decisions about people it is to me a way to change systemic challenges we've had for, for better outcomes. So you know, I, I think more and more organizations are starting to adopt some of those some of those approaches. It's something I've been doing for for quite some time, and I, and I think I don't know if it's a trend yet, but I think that that's really time you know, time well spent in an organization to do that kind of of work to to really reach the outcomes that we're um, that we're all shooting for. Yeah, fair enough. I know you are big on learning, just like everybody else in this community and reading. I'm curious if there is a book that has made a big impact or you often recommend or a TED talk that has been impactful that you would yeah. recommend. Oh my gosh. So, so many, but one of, you know, I, if you couldn't tell by our discussion, like I'm, I'm a, 
I'm a little bit of a tools, you know, I like to, I like to sort of implement like little, little, little strategies to, to do this work. And there's a book called Inclusion Nudges that is out there. I've worked with both of the authors. They're, they're wonderful. They're wonderful ladies, but you don't have to, it's not a, like, I have to read this kind of cover to cover. It is, you know, two or three pages giving you a specific solution to a challenge you might be experiencing or a different way of approaching the problem that uses kind of how our brain works to help us either include more people or or mitigate bias or you know all of the kind of challenges we experience in in DNI. So that that is one of my favorites. I've I've done it as like a book club for for HR teams to get them into it. I give it to I give it to all the people you know I work with on my on my teams because hmm. um, I just think it's it's a really great kind of collection of tools and strategies to use in our work. Yeah, I like that. Okay, speaking of tools, since you like tools, is there a tool or a platform or an app they really like using that makes your job easier? Yeah, you know, one I was implementing in my last role, and this is, this is a learning platform. Um, so uh, they're getting free advertisement, but there's a, a learning platform called Escalera that's, you know, they're kind of in startup mode, but they do... Um, they do a lot of micro learning around DEI, and they have they have journeys that they take they take the learner on. And, and gosh, probably at this point, you know, more than probably almost two years worth of content when you're taking the journey. But the the thing I loved about them, one, it was just bite sized and digestible. But you know, after you learn, they gave you things to go and try, <laughs> right? Like little homework and. Then they asked you to come back into the platform and say, how did that go? How did it make you feel? You know, and, and kind of ask you about that experience. And on the back end, it gave you know me and leaders and HR business partners a tremendous amount of analytics on what does trust look like on that team? What does psychological safety look on that team? What does belonging look like on that team? So to me, it was just this really powerful tool of both learning and employee listening that that you know to me was just a, a a phenomenal combination of those um those two things in in one platform that could really benefit uh, an organization excellent last question for you scott for those out there in talent development or dei who are looking for ways to accelerate their career success what's one more piece of advice that you would give oh you know be brave <laughs> i i think i i think especially at this time, you know, if you're if you're doing it, you know, if you're not doing it full time, that that you know you kind of take that leap, and and if there is a full time role or you you volunteer to engage, you know, I, I think I I shared with you kind of when we were prepping for this that that I was doing this work very you know very part time, right? I was an employee resource group leader, and I had a very good friend and mentor say, you know, as I was talking about this work that that my whole energy and persona kind of changed. And, you know, when I, you know, an opportunity was presented to me and I, you know, took myself off of, you know, a partner track in, in a professional services firm, which, which would, you know, was lucrative and all of those good things. But it's like, this is what I, I truly cared about and jumping, kind of jumping in both feet if an opportunity presents itself that, that uh, I would encourage people to, to do that. Like, yeah. Give it a go. Be bold, be brave, 
Be courageous. I like that. It's going to serve you well in your career. Well, this was a great conversation. As always, Scott, I always enjoy talking with you. For anybody listening, if they want to reach out, reach out to Scott on LinkedIn. He is active there and make sure you connect with him and let him know you enjoyed our conversation. Connect with me if we're not already connected. Scott, thank you again for a great conversation. Always love chatting with you. Look forward to talking more in the future and keeping in touch. You're so welcome. Thanks for having me, Andy. All right. Take care. All right, that will do it for my bonus Q&A episode with Scott Bellina. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. And hey, if you want to come have more great conversations with people in the talent development world, maybe even Scott as well, might be joining us soon, and you haven't yet joined our talent development think tank community, it is the number one place to go to talk talent development with other amazing people in the talent development world. It's all about making connections and learning from others. You can find all the info on our website, tdtt.us, and click on community. Our podcast information is there as well, so you can find back episodes and some of our resources that we've been making available to our community members are right there, tdtt.us. And finally, I'll say, I am committed to being an ally and helping people from all walks of life to own their careers. If you are working on career development in your organization or in an ERG, and you're looking for someone to really motivate and inspire people to take ownership of their careers, reach out to me because I've been doing quite a few keynotes lately. I have a lot of fun doing it, and I'm looking to do more in the future, especially virtually. So my email is andy at andystorch.com. And I would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening. I hope you enjoyed it and that you go out and have an awesome day. Talk to you later.